It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. This is the Locked On Reds podcast. It's been a weird schedule, but here we are. I'm James Urbine. We try to do this every single day. It's been weird this week. It's all right. We're recording this while the Reds are playing the Braves. As always, you can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, LockedOnReds.com. There's a lot there right now, including Jeff Gilbert's piece on the Reds. He's written about him recently. We'll write about the Hunter Green. He's going to see Hunter Green in person, uh, Dayton Dragons, this weekend. We'll write about him over the weekend. So make sure you bookmark LockedOnReds.com and check out the podcast. We do this daily. The Reds come in today. As of now, they're tied 4-4 in the seventh against the Braves. And it's, I'll give you some behind the scenes. If I didn't record one now, a podcast, I'm not sure when I was going to, how I was going to, uh, because the NFL draft is tonight. We have our normal show on ESPN 1530 from 3 to 6. And then I have to fly down to Paul Brown Stadium and then get to Dickman's for our event. So I said, you know what? I can't wait for the result. But I'm going to give you an interesting story because yesterday I was supposed to come on and tell you about my trip to Louisville to see Eugenio Suarez play, to see the Louisville Bats, to see Nick Senzel play. And instead, that trip didn't happen. Speaking of Eugenio Suarez, the Reds brought him up today following his right thumb fracture. He heals quicker than anyone. He must be like Wolverine. Because he was supposed to be out eight weeks, then it was six weeks, and now he's back. It's just been a couple of weeks. And they also promoted Russell Herrera from AAA Louisville. They sent down outfielder Philip Irvin and infielder Cliff Pennington. What does it mean? Well, it, it means this. The next time I uh, – we'll, we'll get to those moves in a second. I just wanted to let you know at the top. But uh, the next time I try to go to Louisville, I'm going to Google how to get there. Not because I don't know how to get there, not because I needed directions, but because I drove, it was myself and Mo Egger, we drove right into a traffic jam. And not like a little traffic jam, like a, we're on 71, yeah, we're on 71, and boom, I think we were on 71, 71 or 75, whichever one goes to Louisville, and boom, stopped, dead stop traffic hour and a half of traffic we waited in it for about 40 minutes and then i was able to to find a turnaround and we turned around we were 30 minutes away from louisville 30 minutes i i had booked it got down there we were making great time i might have broke the law with my speed maybe not you can't confirm i I can't confirm nor deny what speed i was going here's what i can tell you 
that I was excited. I was ready to go. I, I hear that there's a brewery right next to the Louisville Bat Stadium and in Slugger Field, right? Couldn't go. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Waited for 45 minutes and we moved less than a mile. I was like, okay, we're not going to make the game time. By the time we get there, the game will be half over or more, and then we'll have to drive home. So let's turn around. So it was a bust. So that's why I didn't come on yesterday and talk about how Suarez looked or how Senzel looked or anything like that because I literally, literally had nothing to say. And then by the time I got home and get in here to the station because I actually did come into work even though it was my off day, the Reds were about to play. So that's where we are. That's why there was the delay. Now you know it. I'm being 100% honest. That's what we're looking at. Here's also what we're looking at. We're looking at a Reds team that won on Tuesday night, and it was a game, it was a matchup that it was a lot of fun, it was scary, it was almost heartbreaking, and then it turned out well because Scooter Jeanette hit a two-run shot in the 12th. Here's how it sounded on the Reds radio network. One-two pitch in the air, right field, hit well. Get out. Looking up, and that bad boy is gone! Walk it off, Scooter Jeanette! Scooter Jeanette delivers a two-run home run here in the bottom of the 12th. And for the first time this season, the Reds are winners in back-to-back games. A gathering at home plate and the winning bounce as Scooter Jeanette touches them all. And the Reds have taken the first two games of this four-game set against the Braves. It was awesome. It was great. And the Reds had given up the lead. It was Awful Scooter Jeanette was the reason that they, they were there. with When he, he got a ball hit right at him, it went through his legs, and it was a, a two-run error, but they didn't count it as an error, so technically it was scored as a two-run base hit in the ninth, made it 7-7. Atlanta made the comeback, completed the comeback. But then the Reds, well, they rebounded, and Scooter Jeanette put them over the top. And then on Wednesday, the Reds lost 5-4, to four. And it, well, it stunk. I mean, they lost 5-4 in a game where they should have won. It felt like they were going to win. They were up 4-3 to after the fifth, and the bullpen couldn't hang on. And that's, that's something, honestly, it's a nice change of pace. And I know that sounds crazy. Shackelford took the loss for the Reds. He's 0-1 on the season now. The reason it is, in my opinion... A nice change of pace is at least they hit. I mean, still, four runs, I can do deal with that. Like, that's winnable. Today, let's fast forward, because today the Reds, they're in a slugfest right now. They're, they're in a battle. I wouldn't say slugfest, but they're in a battle. And um, don't look now. Joey Votto starting to heat up as, let's be honest, we all expected. Uh, for the third game in a row, Joey Votto went deep. This one, a three-run blast. And uh, it, the game still currently going on. It's in the seventh inning as I record this, but it doesn't make this highlight any less interesting. Here's uh, Marty Brenneman, Reds Radio Network. That ball is hit high, and that ball is hit a long way to center field. This game is tied up. Three-run home run to center field by Joey Votto. And what a big two-out hit for his team. Four-to-four ball game. Love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Votto is coming to his own, into his own here this season. He's only hitting, if you look at him, 258. But three RBIs today, three home runs the past three days. He's getting going. 
The bats, don't look now, the bats getting going a bit. A bit, not great, but all right. By the way, Homer Bailey pitched five innings today, seven hits, four earned. His ERA bumps up to 4.19 on the season. Only had one strikeout, one walk on the year. But uh, it's right now, Amir Garrett's pitched well. And that's what's kept them afloat right now. Amir Garrett pitched uh, one and two-thirds innings, one strikeout, didn't give up any hits, any earned runs, didn't walk any either. Uh, only fist, uh, faced four batters. So it, it'll, be, uh, it'll be interesting to see how this one breaks. Again, I'll be on by the time I, I wanted to record this. I was hoping the game would go really fast and I could record it right before we jump on at 3 o'clock. Couldn't do that. Uh, I do want to discuss this. In just a couple things. Jesse Winker needs to be in the lineup. Yeah, Jesse Winker. He needs to be in the lineup. He's not in the lineup today. And his on-base percentage is 4-4-2. He's hitting 3-11. He should be the leadoff hitter every day. I don't really understand this. Why would Jesse Winker not be the leadoff hitter? I'll wait for you to explain that. His on-base percentage is in the 400s. His batting average is the best on the team, as is his on-base percentage, by the way. Top 10 in the league right now, on-base percentage-wise. What are we missing? Why wouldn't he be the guy that's playing every day? I get it. You have four outfielders. Maybe you want to play Billy Hamilton today. Fine. Then sit Duvall. Maybe you want to play Duvall today. Fine. Then sit Hamilton. I just, I don't understand it. Right now, Jesse Winker isn't playing today, right? He's not in the lineup. But Billy Hamilton came into the day with a 277 on base percentage, a 178 average. Why in the world would you pick him over Jesse Winker? Oh, because his defense. Okay, fine. Let's say you want Hamilton in there. Okay, I, I don't necessarily agree, but that's fine. If that's the, the case, if that's your argument, then what about Duvall? Why is Duvall in there? This year he's hitting 163 with a 244 on base percentage. Oh, uh, well, James, he has power. They feel comfortable with him and left. Okay, fine. Let's do this again. Scott Shebler. Why is Scott Shebler in there? Well, he's hitting better than the other guys. Hasn't had nearly as many at-bats, only 29 at-bats on the year. Obviously, he dealt with some injury issues, so fine. If you want him in there, then bench Duvall. Bench Hamilton. You gotta bench one of them. The idea that we're not going to play Jesse Winker, a guy who's developing but probably our best option in the outfield at the plate right now, I I don't understand it. He has 14 walks tied for the, the team lead going into today. Tied for the team lead, guess with who? Joey Votto. No, he doesn't have any home runs, so 19 hits, 61 at bats. That's what you want. That's what you want from leadoff, and he's doing it. And this idea that he should be sitting or he's going to sit multiple times a week is silly to me. It's silly. So, yeah, the, the idea that Billy Hamilton shouldn't be hitting leadoff and Brian Price continued to do it, fine. Well, Jim, hey, Mr. Riggleman, wriggle me this. Why isn't Jesse Winker in the lineup daily? Because of Billy? Because of Adam? Until they're hitting better, it shouldn't be a question. Jesse's in the lineup. 
Shebler's in the lineup. Unless there's an injury that we don't know about, but I can't assume that, and I'm not going to until I know that. So to me, my biggest takeaway from today, and hopefully they win, like I said, it's all knotted up right now, 4-4, end of 7 at GABP. Reds looking for a series win. How good would that be if they took 3 out of 4 from the Braves? Right now, all knotted at 4. Joey Votto starting to take off a bit, homered past three games, including the three-run bomb you heard just a, a few minutes ago. But, yeah, I don't get it. Why would you have Billy Hamilton? He did walk today, by the way. Billy did. Why would you have Billy Hamilton there when you could have Joey Votto hitting just a couple spots behind? And I would do this, too, and I, I wish they would. I would go Winker 1, Votto 2. Who's good at getting on base? Let's get some guys on base. The Reds are bad at manufacturing runs, or have been for most of the season. They've been a little better against Atlanta. Why not put the guys that get on base up front? Votto's going to have some power, sure, but you got other guys in the lineup that are going to give you the power, potentially. By the way, Eugenio Suarez right now, three, uh, 0 for 3 for the Reds today as he returns to the majors. Devin Mazzarocco, one of a uh, one for three, and so is Scott Shebler, one for three as well. I will recap this game on tomorrow's podcast. We will do all things Reds. I'm sorry it's been a weird week. It's all because of traffic. Blame traffic. I, I wanted to come back with all these this cool story yesterday about how fun it was at, at Louisville Slugger Field in Louisville, drinking beer, enjoying a, a bats game where I was watching a bunch of pros like Bob Stevenson. By the way, he walked eight yesterday. Scary. But I wanted to see that in person, and I didn't get to. But uh, hopefully, new music today. I hit the wrong one, in all honesty, but that's fine. We can roll with it. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, We will have a ton of LockedOnReds.com. Follow us on Twitter, at LockedOnReds, at James Erpine. Until tomorrow, when we will recap today's game. We'll recap or look ahead to tomorrow's game in the weekend, and we'll talk all things Reds baseball. Maybe I'll get a guest on tomorrow. Seems like a good guest day. Until then, I'm James Erpine on Twitter, at James Erpine at Locked on Reds. Please subscribe, Google Play, iTunes, and LockedOnReds.com, plus Stitcher and wherever else you get your podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.